Welcome to the Gator Bites Business Podcast. I'm your host, Miguel Gomez, and today we have our guest, Jacoby Aguilard. Uh, Jacoby is a career counselor here at the Maryland Davis College of Business Career Center. And before we begin, we'd like to go ahead and invite you to follow us on our social media channels at UHDCOB on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And we're also available wherever you get your streaming podcast. Jacoby, Welcome to the show. How are you today? Howdy, I'm doing well. And yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. So tell us, we've brought you here today because there's a lot of events happening on campus. You're the big man on campus, and we'd love to hear about how you ended up here at the Career Center. Yeah, sure, Miguel. I'd love to touch on that. So I started off at the University of Houston. Mm -hmm. um, during my undergrad, I actually worked for a career, the main Career Center at the University of Houston, my all my years there, all three years. Mm -hmm. um, and I just loved working with students. I adored being able to help them with their resumes, their cover letters, being able to help them with like uh, putting putting together their LinkedIn. It just felt good because all the times the students would say, I feel like I just know more mm. now. I feel more confident in what I'm doing next. I know what I need to do. And that feeling just kind of stuck with me. Mm -hmm. I got really involved in my university. And after I graduated, I just thought, I want to continue doing this. Mm. So here I am at UHD. Wow, that's amazing. And I had a chance to look at your LinkedIn before we came into our podcast today. I see that you're also a career coach as well. Yes, yes. So, uh, yes, my official title uh, at the University of Houston was peer career advisor. Mm -hmm. um, and now here at UHD, I am a, uh, I'm the undergraduate career coach and internship coordinator. Mm. Um, so basically, the way that UH prepared me for this role was enabling me to interact with students in that way of uh, working with them on their cover letters, resume, helping them a little bit with mock interviewing, and then also doing a few different presentations. Um, today, in fact, we held our uh, uh, Prepare for the Fair and Suit Up events, wherein we brought in uh, the nonprofits Career Gear and uh, Dress for Success, which helped both men and women get prepared with uh, pro professional attire totally for free. Uh, and you can actually get uh, free clothing from them if you come to the Career Center, so that's nice too. Um, but I had, I had the opportunity to present there as well, teach students about, hey, here's how you do your elevator pitch, here's how you approach a recruiter, here's why it's important to bring multiple resumes to the career fair, all that good stuff. It sounds like you have a lot of hands in terms of being able to prepare the students to have that one chance and that one opportunity to be able to get in front of the employers and for them to seize the moment and be ready. Um, if you're a first-time student here at the Maryland Davis College of Business and you needed to know, where do I start? Where do I begin? How do I prepare for these career fairs and all the events that the Career Center is hosting? Where would you start? Yeah, so if you were to come to the uh, Career Center, it's like first floor, uh, basically as soon as you enter in, um, facing towards, I think that's uh, Main Street, right, mm -hmm. over there? Um, then we're right there on the left-hand side, and it says right there, College of Business Career Center. Um, then you come in, we have walk-ins every day. On Tuesdays and Wednesdays, we have mm -hmm. late-night walk-ins from 6 to 7 for, you know, I know a lot of our students work, right? Some night owls. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and we also have appointments, 30-minute sessions to 40-minute sessions with any of the career coaches, myself, Maxine, Brett. Um, and that would be a great place to start. We would love to get you started on your career, like, readiness journey, right? Yeah. Um, even freshmen can come in. It's just so that you can figure out what you're doing, right? So many students come in and they have a major, and they're like, okay, I'm an accounting major, but what am I going to do with that? Or I'm a finance major. What am I going to do with that? I've never heard of a BDO. I've never heard of a Deloitte. I've never heard of a PwC. Let's talk about it, and let's see how we can start from knowing not much 
to at the very least feeling prepared knowing what we're going to do if not for the next four years for the next like two to three months you know it, that's the perfect opportunity to pivot into our first question for you uh, we have a lot of career fairs coming up and a lot of events but the big one the career fair what would you have to say in terms of students wanting to land their next opportunity and the role after they graduate? What do they need to come with to be prepared and to be able to seize that moment to land that opportunity in front of the recruiter? In a nutshell, it would go like this. Be prepared, right? They yeah. would look things up. Um, recruiters love it whenever uh, a student takes the time to look up a company, whether that is you know just a Google search, yeah. you can find their financial statements online, you can get notes from the CEO, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And really as important, know what you want, right? So companies will post all of their internship opportunities, their job positions, etc. And you can speak to those recruiters directly and say, I see that you are all hiring for insert position. I'm an insert major and I would really like to learn more about, um, here are my credentials, etc., etc. It's really about a combination of knowledge and confidence. Confidence comes with knowledge. If you prepare yourself and you're able to, you know, make a good a good showing, right? First impressions are everything. Um, then that can really set you apart from others because it's very common for students to go into a career fair feeling nervous, um, and they know it. The the recruiters know it. It's their whole job to to sense those uh, nonverbal cues, right? Um, so it really helps when you prepare yourself with knowledge and then kind of take on that opportunity. I think that feeling of being nervous and walking into the room for the first time can be a little bit unnerving for some of our students. I've been in those shoes before, and I'm sure that you've been in those shoes before as well. It can be a little bit scary, but what are some tips to first-time career center uh, and career fair uh, students coming to these events uh, to alleviate that anxiety so they're able to put their best foot forward and be confident whenever they're talking to the recruiters. Sure. First thing would be a piece of knowledge that I don't think a lot of students are aware of is that the recruiters want you to succeed. Um, recruiters are always looking for talent and that's the thing, right? They see you as just like just this ball of potential. Mm -hmm. They want you to succeed because not only does that make their job easier, but it's kind of like, they're like your little cheerleaders, right? Yeah. They meet you and they're just like, I want you to be great. I want you to be fantastic. And then as you get to know them, you interact with them. Um, you could go as far, I've told students, like if you've ever been to like a family gathering or something like that, and not everyone has, but still, in this moment, like if you've ever been to like a family gathering and you know, you ever meet like a, like a long removed distant family member and you don't know them and they don't know you, you, but it's just kind of like you know you're put together by you know other family members and then it's like okay well hi how's it going like yeah. let's let's talk let's catch up let's do this let's do that that's what it feels like to speak to recruiters um, when you know that they're there on your side when you know that they want to fill those positions just as much as you want to fill those positions um, they it's just they want you to be great and when you kind of reframe instead of this person is judging everything that I do and it becomes more of like not only can this person help me but I can help them um, by just being me and showing my best self, that usually helps a lot. Um, and outside of that, practice. Practice that elevator pitch. Speak to yourself in a mirror. What is it? Find, grab, your, grab your friend, family member, whomever. Tell them your elevator pitch. Right. Let them stare you down as you talk to them. <laughs> um, and that will help a lot. Um, because one of those things is a lot of us like to, you know, look around, yeah. but eye contact is so important. About 70% eye contact is ideal. Um, you don't have to stare them down like this. That, that can be kind of bad, too. But, like, about 70% is good. No, and there's that idea that you have to practice before you come into the room. But at the same time, once you're prepared, 
you feel like you're able to go from room to from table to table and work that room like there's no other one no other person in the room um so it gets very you feel like your confidence builds and you finally step into your own extremely liberating yes there so you finally have that fear that you've worked past we're in the shoes of the student now and at this point you've made it into the room um now what are some things that students should have on their resume whenever they're talking to these recruiters? And are you holding some events for the Career Center this fall to prepare them? Do you have some sort of system? So we've already had a few. We had the Student Organization Day. We had Career Fair prep already. Um, and But we still have like many events coming up. Mm -hmm. So an example, just on the 5th of September, we're going to be hosting the VMOC Masterclass on Resume Review, where you're also going to be able to get free headshots, where we talk about our automated uh, resume review system, VMOC, and we just help you work on your resume in general. And speaking of the resume, but, uh, what should be on it, right? So if you're a current student, in my, in my opinion, and also the opinion of a lot of others, your education should be at the top of your resume. Okay. Right? Um, that means, um, now that is with the exception of like, say if you've been working for a while, you might have like a professional summary or uh, something of that nature that's gonna go there first, mm -hmm. but, then, but then it's gonna be your education, so long as you're still in school. Now once you've graduated, it's totally up to you. Your education can be towards the bottom, the middle, doesn't really matter, um, but as long as you're still in school because that's your priority. And the reason it's your priority is because a lot of times it'll, you'll require a degree to achieve a certain position, right? Sometimes we have people that are working right now, but in order to move up, they're going to have to get their degree even to move up in the same company. So that's why it's so important. Um, same thing if you're applying for internships, that helps them know you're graduating by this time and that can be a factor for whether or not they'll hire you for an internship. Um, then aside from that, you're going to want to include any work experience you have, ideally the most relevant work experience, but we understand that a lot of our students don't necessarily have experience that pertains to the specific internship or job they're applying for. Right. That's normal and that's okay. Um, the key thing that you're going to want to do then is to kind of highlight those competencies, those quote unquote soft skills, right? Uh, your communication, your teamwork, your leadership, that sort of stuff. Um, your, your timeliness and time management, all of that stuff is are good things to exhibit within your different roles. Um, so long, and even if it isn't to that specific uh, job position that you're applying to, it's still great qualities, there's still great qualities to have. Um, aside from that, if you're a part of any uh, groups, affiliations, organizations, and we can talk about student orgs later, that would be great, um, <laughs> just because student organizations are so important, or even national affiliations or organizations, those are great too. And then we're going to want to make sure that we include a skill set. Ideally, we're going to want to include hard skills. Hard skills are going to be like, you know, technical skills, things that can be tested, language proficiency, software proficiency, uh, things of that nature. Meanwhile, we're going to include things like uh, soft skills, usually within the descriptors of your uh, bullet points. So that teamwork, that timeliness, all of that stuff will shine through in the work that you do in your bullets. I think those are all very valid points. And just to add on to that, I had a conversation with an undergraduate today, and I think that this is something that a lot of students are scared of sometimes, but celebrating your own achievements and quantifying how you've made an impact in whatever role you've been in. For example, if you were able to be in a social media role and you increase your followers by X amount of percent, that's something that definitely you should put on your resume because that way you're quantifying your achievements and it shows that you have a focus on the bottom line. And more often than not, I think that um, whether it be some cultural connotations or some family backgrounds, we may be a little bit more humble or we may not have as much confidence to toot our own horns when we've done 
amazing work but i think that that's part of the skills that you need to include on your resume in order to stand out as a candidate to show that you bring something to the table that you are able to quantify your worth and at the same time you're able to deliver that success to their organization and i feel that that's something that we don't talk enough about sometimes absolutely true um quantifying your work on your resume is so important and that can be things like social media right the percentage increase in like the total number of followers maybe if you see more engagement right um you could even talk about like uh, in different roles an example as you start to work more and more in different uh, fields, you'll start to be aware of something called, uh, I think they're KPIs, Key Performance Indexes, right? right? Um, that And that's really big in, I think, it's supply chain, and I think in some MIS uh, positions as well. You'll really start to see how those numbers, those percentages, first of all, foremost, they can get kind of ridiculous, like with the amount of money some people work with, or like uh, the number of, uh, if you have a company that has a lot of uh, employees or workers, those numbers get like imaginary. They're insane. Um, <laughs> but even past that, it's just uh, being able to uh, express the work that you've done. And that's totally fine. It's good. You should do it. You should be proud of it. It's great. And then for certain uh, majors, I'm thinking I'm thinking like MIS or uh, marketing especially, uh, having a, uh, a portfolio, super important. Having a portfolio of the work that you've done, the projects you've put together, all of that good stuff. I'm thinking of MIS in terms of like, you know, if you ever work with, uh, if you do coding, if you do what, that could be anything from like data sets to app development, whatever, right? Um, you can just have that, that rap sheet of all the great things that you've done. Um, so yeah, totally. I want to go ahead and tailor that a little bit to our accounting and finance majors. I know that more often than not, a big requirement to be able to enter the big four firms for accounting and finance majors is that they have to get an internship. You landed that internship and now you have that experience on your resume and you're getting to pivot into corporate. So if you were to have some takeaways for these students who were able to secure internships, how should they put their experience on the resume so they're able to finally pivot from campus to corporate. Yeah, uh, pivoting campus to corporate, that sounds really familiar. Um, <laughs> but um, so first thing, yeah. right, is understand, and this is something that a lot of students deal with, and that's that feeling of imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm here, do I deserve to be here? How did I get here? I don't deserve to be here, I don't deserve this. Yes, you do. You fully deserve to be there. You got there because, and this is what I tell students a lot, you questioning whether or not you deserve to be there is questioning the judgment of whoever hired you. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a reason that they have that position, you know? There's a reason that the recruiter said yes, there's a reason that the hiring manager said yes. It's because you've done good work and you continue to do good work, and your work is gonna continue to develop and grow and be great. A lot of, these, a lot of the time, um, companies have uh, rotational programs. Right. They'll teach you along the way. That's okay and that's normal. A lot of students start, and then they end up getting to learn more about different departments, and they're able to move around more and more, and develop entirely new skill sets that they didn't even originally have. Have. that's fine that's great that's normal you deserve to be there um, feel free to start learning more you know uh, what is it a deep dive right if you have questions be inquisitive um, learn more they want you to take the time they want you to take the effort the more you do that the better um, and then as you start to develop uh, more of those skills you'll start to understand I really do deserve to be here Right. Look, at, look at where I am versus where I was. Look at how I continue to grow. Look at how I continue to be great. Um, it's a matter of kind of 
people have this bad habit of comparing themselves to other people, but the main person you should compare yourself to is who you were yesterday, the day before that, a month prior. Mm. And that, that will really put into perspective the greatness you achieve. I like that analogy. It's like you have the blinders on a racehorse, so the racehorse is focused on the finish line. It doesn't matter where you start, but how you finish. And I think that's something that we forget sometimes. And we don't have to always keep up with the Joneses. We get to our goal at our own pace, and more often than not, it, it doesn't matter about how fast we get there, but it's the journey. So with that being said, this, this semester is very long, but there's a lot of events that you guys have on campus. Give us a quick rundown of what y'all have going on in terms of programming for the Career Center. Yeah, of course, I'd be happy to. So we've got, of course, the two main career fairs that are gonna be happening on the 8th and the 12th. Past that, we're gonna be having, uh, what is that, speed networking's gonna be happening in October, I believe. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna be doing the etiquette dinner in October as well. Um, just a whole host of things. Um, a lot of opportunities to interact with uh, companies, a lot of opportunities to learn a thing or two about you know the different organizations. Oh my goodness, I almost forgot. Also in October, we're gonna be hosting the Internship Symposium. So for those of you that are looking to learn more about internships, how to achieve them, um, what, it's, what it's like and why you should participate in them, as well as wanting to speak to different companies, uh, Fastenal is actually gonna be there. Mm -hmm. um, my, it's my recommendation that you kind of make the effort, come on out. A lot of those are gonna be happening in October, but we've got a few, like I said, in September as well. If you heard that, I recommend that you rewind it a second because he dropped a hint. Uh, there's always hints. Uh, that being said, uh, we want to thank you so much for coming on to our podcast today, Jacoby. Uh, please uh, share with us one final piece of wisdom that you would give the students heading into this career fair season. Yeah, absolutely. So if I could say one thing, it would be this. So many people go to this university, so many people, and they are doing their own thing, just trying to get through it, right? Career-based objectives are another thing that we have to do. But when you do them, the, your effort shows. If you're going to do one thing, it's going to be show up. Show up. Go. I know you're tired. Go to, the, I, go to the career fair. I know you're tired. Go to that networking event. I know you're tired. Go be part of that student organization. Students think that student organizations are like five hours, six hours, ten hours commitment a week. They're not. Like an hour, a couple hours a week. And then that investment is worth so much more in the long run. Right. Joining those student orgs and having the, uh, the ability to attend the Alpha Conference, the NABA Conference, the AMA Convention, any of those things, all of those things, are that's going to send you on a trajectory for total success. So if you're going to do one thing, it's going to be show up. Wow. Well, we want to thank you so much for coming on to our business podcast. This has been Gator Bites, the official business podcast of the Maryland Davis College of Business. I'm your host, Miguel Gomez. Our producers were Victor Henson, Ricardo St. Sarin Duran, and we have a set designer, Evangelina Vasquez. Thank you so much. And don't forget to follow us on our social media channels at UHDCOB. Later. <laughs>